in today's show. We're looking ahead to Sunday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out PrizePix.com, use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're going to look ahead now to Sunday's action in the NBA. Let's start off by looking at the first game, the Warriors and the Clippers is that first game of the day. Andrew Wiggins has quietly been having a really good shooting season. He's had some ups and downs for sure. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, but he's been pretty good for most of this year. So focusing in on him and his role and his shooting efficiency and his distribution of shots, I think is going to be really interesting as we move forward, especially when, say, Clay Thompson returns. But watching what he's doing now is key. And then also Draymond Green, who, again, started out the season rough. He's like a top 40, top 30 player over the last two weeks. This is in line with what he did over the last two to three months of last season. Steals and blocks and assists and rebounds. We know the scoring is going to be low. We know there's going to be percentage issues at times. But Draymond is really turning it up. And if you haven't been paying attention, you're not maybe valuing him as highly as you should. So just watching him and seeing how he looks and see if he can keep this really strong run going. For the Clippers, I want to watch Serge Ibaka, but more importantly, not not necessarily his play, but how the minutes get distributed between him, Zubats, and Hartenstein. Last game, um, it did reduce Zubats' minutes. They ran the three centers. Will they eventually abandon the three centers? Will Serge play 24 a night? I have my doubts, but I do want to watch to see how he looks and whether he can push ahead of Ivica Zubats. And then Paul George, who's been great this year, no doubt about it. But recently, the shooting numbers have been pretty off from George. So let's see if we can get a turnaround there. Does it maybe perhaps turn into a buy-low scenario for George? I doubt it, but let's see how the shooting looks. Because it has been pretty rough from Paulie pretty, uh, recently. The Bucks and the Pacers is the second game of the day. Paddy Connaughton is consistently producing top 120 type numbers. Uh, yeah, some of it I thought was because the absence of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Those guys are back and Connaughton's still producing. We still have Lopez and DiVincenzo to return. And that's going to push Pat down from 28 a night to 23 or 24 or maybe 20 a night, I think. And that's probably going to nuke a lot of his value. But for now... Connaughton's been great. He's shooting well. He's providing a really, really key piece of this Bucks rotation. And then I also want to watch Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis has been great recently. Like, even from overall value when you're considering free throw percentage, he's been much better. I do want to watch to see, because the efficiency at sometimes this year, the field goal percentage has been a little bit down. But let's see if Giannis can get some of this shooting going. You'll get the free throws going at the nice volume. Let's have really pay some attention to where his percentages lie, how his three-pointers looking. Also, and I haven't really paid huge amounts of attention to Giannis in terms of the what-to-watch-for focus much this season. For the Pacers, Karis LeVert finally had a good game last time out, and he played good minutes. So was it his back holding him back or was it Carlo just deciding that he didn't want to play him those minutes? 
I don't know if that I don't know if that big performance actually clears anything up or makes it more confusing. So seeing what his role is, I think is really key here. Well, to me, Timothy John McConnell is just an assists and steals type streamer that can have value for sure. But Carlisle seems to always be limiting him, playing him in that second unit with Duarte and not playing gigantic loads of minutes for McConnell, at least not anywhere near the minutes that he played last year. Bit of buzz around the Kings and the Grizzlies. Lots of things to watch. Let's start with Marvin Bagley. A lot of people, talk, I've seen people posting threads of this on Reddit about how good his overall numbers look. But we have to remember one thing. Before the overtimes hit, Bagley had played 19 minutes. Right? That is a game without Barnes, without Holmes, and without Mo Harkless. He did play all three overtimes, and he had some really solid defensive moments, and his overall stat line looked good. But if the game ended at regulation, he would go, shit, 18 minutes without three front court players, that's actually trash. Now, I don't know whether Barnes or Harkless or Holmes or these guys are going to go, or if there's any long-term serious injuries with these players. Bagley's, Bagley is definitely a more of a points league than category league player, and but I do think there is a potential for that triple overtime game from the Kings to skew his value, because again, when you look at it before the overtimes, he'd barely played, even with those three guys out, and he hadn't really produced at a high level. I think he had like nine and four or something like that, nine and five. If Holmes is out... Alex Len will start at center most likely, but he's been outplayed at times by Thompson or by uh, Damian Jones or by Bagley even. He can be a stream option, but not too much more. While for the Grizzlies, there's no way that Ja Morant is playing. So how does that minutes distribution look? I think they'll start Tyus Jones. I think De'Anthony Melton gets a boost. I think Desmond Bain gets a boost. But who's going to be the ad? The best permanent player out of that group is clearly De'Anthony Melton. But does he get enough of a boost to make him back to 12 team? I probably would prioritize him. Jones is a good... If you've got, say, TJ McConnell for assists and steals, for the short term, Jones probably outperforms him in those categories while Morant is out. So that's the sort of player we're looking at there. And just seeing how all that rotation shakes out, I think is going to be really, really interesting for this, however long it is, this time that Ja Morant is actually sidelined. It's time for me to tell you, though, about prize picks, which is daily fantasy made easy. You're going to love this. It is the best NBA DFS prop operator out on the market. And unlike other places, these guys offer you even the bench guys with their limited minutes. Prize picks offers any prop you can think of from points to assists to steals to fantasy points, whatever it is. It's very easy. Go sign up, use the code NBA, get 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks, and then set your lineup. Get two to five guys. Choose their over-under props. It's just you versus the predictions. Combine them together, and you can win up to 10 times your entry fee. It also allows on Price Picks multi-sport entry. So you can throw a basketball lineup, or you can throw a bas basketball prop in with a football prop together in the one lineup. Use the award-winning app, or go to their uh, website, pricepicks.com. Using that code NBA, entries are 60 seconds or less. Payouts are safe and fast. So use that code NBA at pricepicks.com. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You know this familiar problem. You watch your live TV in one spot. You've got your on-demand shows in another. You've got your highlights you watch on your phone. You've got your friends log in for the other good stuff. Well, it's too much clutter, too much confusion. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com, compatible device required and content varies by package um all right let's go on to the next bunch of games the celtics and the raptors al horford's production of late has dropped 
So I do want to uh, pay some attention to how he looks. He's not a droppable player, but his minutes are dropping, his blocks are dropping, his rebounds are dropping, his shooting numbers are dropping. This was all to be expected given how he started the beginning of this season, but it is happening at the moment and we need to pay attention to it. And then there's also Jason Tatum, whose efficiency has been rough. He's been maintaining good numbers over the last two to three weeks despite the poor field goal percentage at times, but his shot selection still remains an issue. And yes, there are some people getting a little bit frustrated, I guess, with Jason Tatum. For the Raptors, Scott Barnes hurt his um, thumb last game. He did play through it, but let's see if there's any lingering effects to that. He had one of his best games in recent times as well in that one. So watching his value, how it gets impacted with a guy, say, like OG Ananobi or Ken Birch, who um, still need to come back and how all that rotation shakes out is going to be really key. We know that Birch is out but there's a possibility that Ananobi is out, and there's a possibility that Gary Trent is out with that calf issue. So watching him, um, Barnes, and also the big sneeze, Precious Achua, who has benefited from the absence of Birch and Ananobi. Last game wasn't too good, but he played minutes, and he can at least have some stream value. So seeing how they use those guys, I think is really interesting. For the Pistons and the Lakers, Cade Cunningham, the last week or so, I've been pretty disappointed with Cade. Low efficiency, usage not where it needs to be. He just needs to start getting the ball more. Now, it's hard when Jeremy Grant's jacking every shot in the world and, and missing every shot in the world too. Cade's missing them, I, I know, but I just need him to do more in the offense. So let's see how he goes. And then also the depressed penis, Sadiq Bay. It's just been one long disappointment, one big letdown for Sadiq this season. Um, can he ever turn it around? Can he ever become efficient? All indications would say no. He was a pretty good three-point shooter last year, but horrible on twos. And this year, he's just not even a good three-point shooter. I think it will improve, but his game is lacking diversity. And that limits, I think, his overall fantasy upside. Well, for the Lakers, just they're just shocking at the moment. Malik Monk was great in that triple overtime game against the Kings. And you know, when you're competing with players like Avery Bradley, who's not an NBA rotation player, um, you've got Wayne Ellington there. There is an opportunity for Monk to get good minutes. So watching how they use him, do they can they started Avery Bradley last game, played him 10 minutes, which is the right decision. He should, well, it's not the right decision to start him. It's the right decision to play him 10 minutes. So let's see what they do with Monk. And I also want to watch um, LeBron James because LeBron, yeah, look, he's turned it on again, put up good numbers in overtime. But before overtime hit, his numbers weren't particularly good, and he's done that plenty of times. Like in the middle of fourth quarter, there's not much going on, and then he puts up these big numbers towards the end of a game. It's just a ton of LeBron ISO stuff, which is a really weird offense to run. But can we see LeBron get those assists back up? Because they are well down this season, playing alongside Russell Westbrook. In terms of streamers on the Sunday-Monday back-to-back, there's only the two teams that have that combination. That's the Clippers and the Pacers. So if you want the Sunday-Monday combo, we're looking at Bledsoe, Canard, Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann, Chris Duarte. All of those guys are available. Maybe TJ McConnell's available as well. Um, you can add those players to get value in that back-to-back -back stream. If we're just looking at Sunday, these are guys who are available who I think are worth looking at. Tyus Jones, Taylor Horton Tucker, maybe. Uh, DeAnthony Melton, Eric Bledsoe, Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris, and Otto Porter. And for deeper leagues, we're going for Porter, Corey Joseph, Serge Barker, Grant Williams, Juan Toscano-Anderson, and Georgie Hill. And in points leagues, it's Tyus Jones, Taylor Horton, Tucker, DeAnthony Melton, Brandon Clark, Eric Bledsoe, and the big sneeze, Precious Achua, can come in there as well. Now, before I do let you go, I've got to let you know about Built Bar because there's a great sale. There is a Black Friday sale going on at the moment. Instead of your usual 15%, you can get 20% by using our code LOCKED20. It is the greatest time of the year for sales, and Built Bar is coming to the party with new flavors as well. The Ruby Chocolate Puffs, Ruby Chocolate Goat. 
Make sure you try it. Lemon dipped cheesecake puffs, awesome. Plus also their new Crave Bar, which is just like the candy bar, but it's only 160 calories and 17 grams of protein. It is a great alternative to that bar that claims to satisfy. And whenever you buy a box of Built Bars, up until Sunday, you get two free Crave Bars. No need to fight the angry crowds. No camping out for hours. Your best Black Friday deals are at Built.com. So hit 20% off two free Crave Bars by using the code LOCK20. Plus, you can get 60% off Built Broth and Built Boost and 40% off Built Swag. Just enter that code LOCKED20 at Built.com. Football season is well in the thick of things. Basketball season is cracking on, and you know the best place to place all of your bets is at Bet Online. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile, use your mobile device to sign up, but use our code locked on. You get a 50% welcome deposit bonus. And it's not just football and NBA. We've got college hoops, we've got NHL, we've got boxing, we've UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.